The Illegal Underground Podcast, Episode 32. On today's show, my qualifications as a legal professional, some motivational pearls of wisdom for plaintiff's lawyers who are feeling blue, and why I'm doing this podcast. This is the Legal Underground Podcast, hosted by Evan Schaefer, one of the friendliest trial lawyers you're ever likely to meet, but hopefully won't have to. And now, here's Evan Schaefer. Greetings, people. I'm Evan Schaefer. You know, it's become very fashionable of late among podcasters to greet their new listeners at the beginning of every podcast and give a little description of what their podcast is about. It's a convention I admit I don't fully understand. You don't turn on the radio, NPR's Morning Edition, say, and hear them giving you a rundown every morning about how their show works. But you know, you do get that nowadays on most podcasts. It's a cool thing to do, I guess. Which means, of course, that I'm going to do it too. Here I go. This is the Legal Underground Podcast, where I... A trial lawyer from the Midwest, based both in St. Louis, Missouri, and across the Mississippi River in Godfrey, Illinois, do a sort of radio version of my fairly long-running weblog, The Legal Underground. So, what should you expect to hear in this podcast, my new podcasting listeners? Here's my promise to you. I'm going to stick exclusively to what I know, or a portion of what I know anyway, lawyers and practicing law, and a little politics on the side. But I'm not going to give you any legal instruction. This isn't the place to come if you want to know who's going to get the kids if you decide to get divorced, for example. That sort of stuff just wouldn't appeal to a general audience. And I I don't know the answer either. So what's up on today's show? Let's skip the news altogether. By the way, it was John Roberts as the Supreme Court nominee, as I'm sure you're well aware. Talk about my own professional qualifications for a moment. By the way, I... I was going to talk about a really silly article about the law firm Milberg Weiss in the New York Times last weekend. I'll link to the article in the show notes and say a couple words. The thing was, this article was, it was absolutely stupid. It's about this allegation that the firm Milberg Weiss, a class action securities firm, was giving extra money to the named plaintiffs in its class actions on the side. Kickbacks, the New York Times called it. Trouble was, these two writers for the Times who wrote the article didn't seem to understand class actions. The writers confused securities class actions with all the other types of class actions, and they suggested that kickbacks are rampant in the class action bar. Here, here's what they wrote. Quote, Long-time critics of the plaintiff's bar say that if the government drags Milberg Weiss or any of its best-known lawyers into court, it will send a chilling message to the entire class action bar. Change your ways or face similar consequences. Ugh, it's just laughable. Class action plaintiffs are not that hard to come by. And no lawyer would risk his bar license, or worse, jail, to get one. The most absurd part of the article is that it's interspersed with quotes from John Grisham. You know, the noted legal scholar? It would be like using quotes from the Da Vinci Code to spice up a history of the Catholic Church. Anyway... I want to talk a little bit about my own professional qualifications. My qualifications, that is, is a podcasting early adopter. Let's say you're one of those new listeners I was talking about a moment ago. Let's say you wouldn't mind learning a little something about lawyers and the law. Admittedly, it's not a very wise decision about how to spend your time, but I understand why you'd make it. And what you want to know is, 
just who is Evan Schaefer? And is he fully qualified to be doing this podcast? As for the first question, I'm a guy who grew up in St. Louis, went to college in St. Louis, and then went to work for a fundraising consulting firm called IDC, where I showed hospitals and universities how to raise money. I did that for a few years, then I went to law school, graduated in 1990, got a job at a large defense firm, worked there for about six years, and was lucky enough to participate in some big trials. After that, I became a plaintiff's lawyer. That is, I started representing regular people going up against big corporations. I've been working as a plaintiff's lawyer for about 10 years and have my own firm, Schaefer and Lemire, with my wife, Andrea Lemire. Anyway, I once wrote a weblog post where I did a short biography, and I'll link to that in the show notes in case you're still uncertain about my qualifications. Because I know what you're wondering. You're wondering if I'm arrogant enough to be a decent lawyer. After all, if you're going to take the time to listen to a podcast by a lawyer, you want to listen to a lawyer like the ones you've seen on TV. Loudmouth, mean-spirited, overly certain of themselves, and not very physically attractive. I'm right, aren't I? Come on, be honest, I'm right. But here's my pledge to you. As long as you agree to listen, I'll do my best to give you what you're looking for. And if you want proof, next up on the show... To prove just how qualified I am to be your podcasting host, I'm going to provide, for absolutely free, some motivational pearls of wisdom to plaintiff's lawyers who are feeling a little blue. You know, as a plaintiff's lawyer with a weblog and a podcast, a plaintiff's lawyer who puts himself out there, as it were, I'm always getting emails from other plaintiff's lawyers who are feeling a little depressed and who write to say things like, Hey Evan, I'm sick of being called a greedy lawyer. I'm sick of the fact that members of my own family won't talk to me. I'm sick of being arrogant and overly certain of myself. Is there anything you can do to cheer me up? And you know, there is. First of all, I should say that I know there are a lot of you out there, and I feel for you. Being a plaintiff's lawyer isn't all it's cracked up to be. Now, I know you made the professional choice to become a plaintiff's lawyer because you were just trying to help people. You probably started as a defense lawyer, or you represented corporations. Maybe you were a 6th or 7th year associate, and maybe your clients, those corporations, kept crossing the line and then having to settle with the plaintiffs, and you kept having to deliver the settlement checks to the plaintiffs' lawyers. And I know what you were thinking. You were thinking, those plaintiffs' lawyers are a bunch of dummies. They're idiots, really. But they're getting rich. I could do that. I'm a well-trained defense lawyer. I'm smarter than they are. And I've got a little money saved up besides. I'll just quit my job as a defense lawyer and switch sides. I'll become a plaintiff's lawyer. That's what you were thinking, isn't it? So you quit your job at the cushy defense firm and you hung up a shingle. You were nervous about filing a lawsuit at first. You've never done it before and it felt a little dirty, a little wrong. But you did it anyway and you settled a couple of auto cases right away. But it wasn't for little bitty auto cases that you became a plaintiff's lawyer. No, it was for class actions. Class actions would make you rich. But then President Bush came along with his Class Action Fairness Act and stuck all the class actions in federal court. Now you had a real problem. You didn't become a plaintiff's lawyer to write briefs like you've got to do all the time in federal court. What were you going to do? Wait, you thought. What about mass torts? Better yet, pharmaceutical mass torts. You surveyed the field of horses, the field of pharmaceutical mass torts, for the one on which you'd place your bets. Would it be Baycall, or Resolent, or Oxycontin, or Knee Replacements, or Fenfen, or Redux, or Serizone, or... Or Prempro. Yes, Prempro. 
the hormone replacement therapy that causes breast cancer. You place your bets on Prempro. Pretty soon you'd be rich. Rich enough to buy all the pink ribbon in the land. It seemed like a good case. So you scraped up $50,000 and you advertised in newspapers and then on the radio. And then you mortgaged your house and did a national TV campaign. And it worked. You got clients. Your ship would soon be coming in. Now all you had to do was wait. To be patient. To let your investment mature. In the meantime, you kept reading about plaintiff's lawyers in the newspaper, where the tort reformers loved to knock you down a notch. They talked about how rich you were, how rich and how greedy. In truth, you weren't rich at all. Actually, you were over your head in debt. But what the hell? The newspaper said you were rich. So you borrowed some more money, and you bought a vacation home in Mexico, and another one in Maine. You were really living the life. But now, you're tapped out. Your cases haven't settled, and you might have to work them up for trial. Back at the office, you can't make the payroll, and you just laid off 16 paralegals, leaving only 8. What are you going to do? What's the answer? That's why you came to me for advice. What motivational words of advice can I give you? To be honest, I'm not sure. Like a lot of lawyers, you've really screwed up. So here's what I suggest. First, lay off another half of your staff. Second, start working twice as hard. Third, sell both of those vacation homes. And finally, get a weblog. I keep hearing about how weblogs are marketing gold for lawyers. It's going to cost you about $30 a month, but hey, soon, with a weblog, you'll be back in the black. You have Evan Schaefer's personal guarantee. Good luck. Oh, God, that was a sad story. You don't know how true it is, either. Foolish plaintiff's lawyers. Very, very foolish. Someday I'll reveal everything I know. For now, however, we'll just have to move it along. It's finally time for a short segment I'll call, for lack of a better title, What's the Point of This Podcast? I ask myself that a lot as I head towards the super-secret sound studio in the basement to record another episode. I'll tell you, though, the answer is very simple. It has to do with music. Music, you ask? Yes, music. Like a lot of people, I'm sort of an amateur musician. And I've been playing the guitar for a long, long time. And one of the things I've always liked to do, first on my own and then with my kids, is to write and record songs. That's the reason for the sound studio. It has nothing to do with this podcast. But then, when podcasting started getting some play back at the beginning of the year, it was easy for me to handle the audio side of things. You know, it, it was fun, too. Lots of fun. Now, I know, it's, it's a little unseemly for a lawyer to be wasting his time like this. But who cares, right? It's just a podcast. Only a podcast. It's not going to hurt anybody. And that, my friends, is my philosophy of podcasting, which I'm happy to share with you. And it's also, sadly, the end of the show. Remember, feedback is always welcome. You'll find my email address on my web blog, Evan Schaefer's Legal Underground at LegalUnderground.com. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Legal Underground Podcast. For more legal education, visit Evan Schaefer's Legal Underground at LegalUnderground.com. When it doesn't nauseate, it always entertains.